Hey, happy TGIF guys. It is Friday, December 9th, 2022. It's about 7.33 p.m. I just got dropped off by the bus. And yes, I am here while I record this on my phone. Um, walking home from the bus stop I was dropped off at. I'm here to do a review of the 243rd um, shift slash chapter of Metamorphosized to Malleability. Now, I'm pretty sure I did do uh, a 242nd one, uh, a review for that. I think I did, but if not, uh, basically, uh, basically a little bit of a recap. Uh, you know, it's just what it was that in the previous one, Briella uh, was relaxing and everything um, at the, um, the Siri Genesis building after what she had discovered. You know, what she had helped discover and prevent from happening. And she basically was using that time, I'm assuming, at the suggestion of the people that she's entrusted there, Duncan, Greta, and, and uh, Perita, whatever her name is, to just kind of get her bearings back together, you know, kind of get herself, you know, situated once more before going home. And that's what she did. She didn't do that. She kind of had a little bit of fun with her powers and stuff, but uh, basically something happened when she had a bit of a relapse. I think it was she was trying to cook something or something she was eating was too hot and she just started to have a relapse. And it was just a temporary relapse. It wasn't something that, you know, is going to obviously be a, a permanent situation, no. Instead, it was just like a a reminder of what she had just gone through and stuff when she had to contain this when she had to contain that little uh, bond, that little um, I guess you could say uh, decoy explosive um, fly like um, or wasp like um, device a bomb if you will from getting to Duncan and his crew anyway after she basically spends at least a day or so there to get her bearings back together and kind of have a little bit of an episode but that's about it you know she you know finally you know relaxes you know is content and confident that she is okay now and she decides that she will head back home and that's what she does she turns into I think a little fly or something like that a mosquito and and flies off to um you know, to, 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 um, to, excuse me there, <laughs> trying to think of what I was going to say, uh, to her destination, which is Crystal's apartment where she's currently staying, you know, for the moment. And that's kind of where we leave off. She just circles Crystal's apartment a little bit, but then decides, you know, well, she let, well, basically she does land it on the ledge of one of the window sills to the apartment. And then decides, you know what, she'd rather go home. Back to her home to check up on things. And that's what she does. She flies back to her home. She morphs into different flying objects, if you will. And she uh, heads back. She heads home. And then, as she heads home, she kind of changes into a little bit of a snow goose and everything. And all that. And, um... Basically, you know, being a snow goose, she kind of waddles around, 
kind of changes back into a human self for a brief moment. And then, as her human self, she goes and sits next to the marker they made for Maggie the dog. Now, Maggie the dog, um, just a little bit of a recap in case you don't know, was a part of her. That's right. An actual part of Briella. Now, if you're wondering what I mean by that, well, basically what we've discovered in the recent shifts and chapters, especially with that... Um, the other character, that Mimi, I think that's what her name was, or something like that, is Briella's powers as a shapeshifter have grown so much that when she takes on a lot of these alter egos, these personalities, if you will, that sometimes she unconsciously gives them life. You know, sentience, if you will. She gives them sentience, you know, to kind of, you know, be their own... Um, the own indiv- the own individual, and that's just somebody, you know, probably a young person revving up the car, cars, and everything. But basically, her powers have been evolving so much that she basically, like I said, when she creates these alter egos or these altered forms, you know, of herself, she creates basically, you know, life, she not create, but she gives life to them is what she does. She ends up giving life to these um, altered egos. You know, that's what she does. She ends up giving life to them. And by giving them life, you know, they become independent. And that's kind of what happened with the Mimi character. That's kind of what happened with, you know, the, uh, the Maggie the dog character. Because in an earlier shift and chapter when she wanted to try to remain in one form, that of Maggie the dog, for quite some time she almost lost herself to Maggie. In other words, Maggie almost became, you know, the dominant, you know, um, persona. And Briella almost became dormant. So she is sitting next to the marker because Maggie had died protecting them from, you know, you know, from uh, um, the the from the Mimi uh, persona that had been created, and and uh, basically, you know, like I said, she had died basically trying to protect them because, again, she's a part of Briella and. Briella had discovered there was a solution that she was working on or, or something that could actually kill her. You know, despite the fact that being a shapeshifter and having these powers meant she was kind of like immortal and everything, this still could potentially kill her because it was like a dissolvent. I mean, if you want to know, I mean, if you kind of wonder what I mean by that, there have been stories and web comics where characters that have these have this uh, have this ability, this shape-shifting ability, uh, basically, um, the only, basically they seem almost impervious, you know, to pain. Like nothing can really harm them, right? Nothing can really hurt them. But yet, 
you know, there is one thing, and it's a dissolvent, that if they get hit by it, you know, if they get hit by this dissolvent, you know, it will kill them. It will destroy them, basically. And that uh, potentially, and that, well, not potentially, but that is basically what Briella discovers prior to encountering the part of her that became sentient and dubbed themselves Mimi, and thus being saved from Mimi by Maggie. Basically, you know, basically that, that's what was going on. Anyway, long story short, to, to get back to this current shift in chapter that got released today, she's sitting next to the marker and, you know, as a, you know, in her human form, her actual default human form, and makes a pledge by placing her hand on the marker that she, she will live her life to the fullest and basically make sure nothing happens like what it did ever again. So, by making that promise, she kind of transforms back into a snow goose, waddles a little bit towards her uh, home, and it's during this that she also inspects it, I think the inside as well as the outside, to make sure nothing is left as a solve of the uh, of the solution of the solvent, if you will. Oh, the solvent, yeah, the solution, the solvent, whatever you want to call it, that could that upon contact could hurt her if not kill her. So after that, she goes obviously back to Crystal's home where she's staying, and Crystal arrives and is greeted by a vase of roses. And she at first thinks it's Briella, but then she notices right behind the roses, as I think as it makes itself known, is a bowl of fruit. And that bowl, bowl of fruit is actually Briella, who morphs into other little forms, like, a, like what is it, a, a canister of sugar and stuff like that, before forming, before going gooey and reforming herself into her human, into, back into her default human form, beyond, um, right behind Briella. Well, not Briella, but, but right behind Crystal, I should say. And she basically, you know, starts flirting with her, compliments her and everything, you know, telling her, you know, that bringing Briella to Crystal, that, yeah, you deserve these roses because of who you are and stuff. And then, Chris, you know, Crystal wants to know, well, how are you doing? Are you okay and everything? And Briella does explain that physically, yes, but then mentally, you know, not really. And, you know, it, ba it basically, in a way, cuts to her explaining, have not explained, but have already explained what occurred. And Crystal basically does feel sorry for her fiancé, girlfriend. And, you know basically reassures her that, you know, she'll be there by her side no matter what. And to kind of, I guess you say, get themselves into a mood, if you will, to kind of relax that tension away and to prove such, you know, such a promise herself, she starts massaging um, Briella's shoulders and it, re rela it relaxes Briella, you know, so much that she starts to sag. She starts to go gooey a little bit and kind of turn and allow herself to become like a clay-like form. 
if you will. And, you know, basically, Crystal then takes advantage of it by seeing what Briella has become because of her massaging of Briella's shoulders, which, you know, like I said, relaxed her enough to basically take, take on the, you know, liquidy form or kind of allow her to be reduced, allow herself to kind of reduce herself down to a clay, liquidy clay-like form. Uh, Crystal starts to need a need that's K N E E D need, and basically um, try trying her try her best to sculpt around with Briella's now clay-like form. You know she starts to do that. You know she starts to kind of mess around with Briella's clay-like form. You know, that Briella has kind of made herself into due to the relaxation of Crystal's massage on her shoulders. Anyway, anyway, she Crystal basically, like I said, takes advantage of this and starts to try to, you know, as the best, you know, as the best of her abilities could, sculpt Briella into whatever she could think of. So she sculpts her into a cat, which Briella basically does a meow of. Then she tries to scope into anything, everything, anything else, else, and Briella is, you know, is talking to her a little bit with, you know, just the lips and everything. And then Crystal does, and then Crystal gets an idea, and Briella pretty much has a clue of what she's doing and kind of changes her, I guess you could say her form, the material that she, or that she's become from clay to sand, because what Bri, what Crystal's going to do. Is bring what she needs to create a sandcastle out of her girlfriend, fiance Briella, and that's what she does. She, you know, that's what she does. And Briella then, after basically being turned into a sandcastle, thanks to Crystal, as best as Crystal can do, so has to harden and enjoy the form as much as she could. In other words, she starts to kind of go into a meditation state like she did when she was going all plant, you know, a couple, you know, several, several shifts and chapters before. She's kind of doing that a little bit, or at least that's what's alluded to at the end here, that she's going into a state of meditation, and she's just going to be the castle. She's just going to be now the sculpted uh, sand castle uh, that she is. But... Anyway, that's really about it. That's really how the 243rd shift slash chapter of Metamorphosis to Malability ends. And I can tell you this, honestly, it's a nice little break. You know, it's kind of one of those epilogue-like fueler, uh, epilogue-like filler episodes of, of a show or epilogue-like filler uh, chapters of a story to where you get a break before you get into the next arc of the over, or the next chapter of the overall story arc you know and, and stuff like that or the next major story arc of the overall series or season of the show so it kind of feels like that and what that tells me is it looks like 244 and 245 may be the fur convention one and I'm not going to deny 
that those next two, including maybe 246, I'll go on a limb and say 245 to at least 246, maybe 247, will be based around the fur convention. And I will not be surprised if one of the last shifts and chapters of that, which is basically 47 or 46, will have a little bit of NFSW um, you know, eroticness between Crystal and Briella, especially... You know, if one of those uh, shifts and chapters gets released towards New Year's, because you know Michelle, a.k.a. Dizzy Arts, is going to want to do something for New Year's that involves those two. But that's just my thoughts, guys. Let me know how you feel about it down below. Comment if you like. Love to hear from each and every one of you on this. I am now home. It is about almost 7.50. And until next time, I will talk to you all later. But I do... Still recommend you check out this series. It's actually pretty good.